sisters, did you know that we launched a new podcast? Yep, Undiet, your coaching podcast is now live. This show is dedicated to teachings that will help non-diet coaches and professionals grow their professional skills with intuitive eating, body image, mindset coaching, and also learning business skills with ethics and social justice value. This podcast is the go-to resource for all non-diet coaches and professionals, but it's also for you, the client, that are being coached. If you want more and you're curious on the behind the scene on all things non-diet, this is the place for you to be. We have over 20 episodes ready for you, but we also wanted to share a few on this feed because I know many of our listeners of the Going to Beyond the Food Show are professional and coaches, and you may not know that we have this brand new podcast. So over the next few weeks, we will be sharing weekly clips, teaser format of our new episode. You can also find a full series of episodes, like if you're all in and you're like, this is for me, you can search for On Diet Your Coaching on all podcast platform, or you can come to our website at www.stephaniedoze.com, On Diet Your Coaching. Ready for a teaser of Undiet Your Coaching Podcast? Let's do this. How in your own practice, in your own education, have you come to the realization that white culture was the bare meter of the standard in your work? And we have people from all different backgrounds here that I presented you in the intro, but how did that came to your own realization? Yeah, this is Tara. I can go first. I think came to realization for me is when I actually started to learn and went to school for nutrition. And so I knew there was kind of that push around colonial mentality around body image and just our culture in general around language and so forth. But I don't think I realized it until I went back to school and was in nutrition and learning about that, where I felt it was pushed a lot more. And then meeting with people that were dieting and were sharing their diet books with me, and I'm guilty of that as well, is realizing the foods that are in there were predominantly white foods. And so that was telling me put my white rice away and get the brown rice because the white rice was bad, for example. And so I think that's when I really started to understand and get more awareness around when I was actually in school and learning about what were the good foods and the bad foods. And the bad foods, a lot for me, tend to have been my own cultural (laughs) ethnic foods. So I think that was where I got the big aha and awareness around that. Mm -hmm. I can go next. This is Jen. So I actually think it was the pandemic that kind of started opening my eyes a little bit because, you know, with the pandemic, we're cooking so much more at home instead of going out to eat. And also, you know, with everything's going on, the stress levels are higher. So I'm reaching for those comfort foods that I grew up with, but then also realizing, A, I don't really have them in my house. White rice is definitely one of them. And for me, that's the basis of all Korean food. It kind of starts with white rice, right? So as I'm craving these comfort foods that I grew up with, I'm realizing I don't really know how to cook them, right? So I'm calling my mom saying, oh my gosh, how do you make this? Or how do you make this? And at my age, having cooked for quite a while, I'm thinking, why don't I know how to cook these foods? Why have I never really 
learned how to cook these foods. I can cook anything else, right? I can cook Italian food. I can cook some chicken and vegetables. I can cook all that. But Korean food that I grew up with, I'm still learning how to do that. And I actually think it's a conversation too that's been starting to pop up a little bit more on social media. So, you know, looking at people's conversation about decolonizing your mentality around food and what is considered healthy food versus not healthy food, good food versus bad food. It kind of gelled together at the same time when I'm figuring out why I haven't learned how to cook my food. And then also looking at some of these internalized notions that we have about what is healthy and what is, you know, it kind of all made sense. And then as I start opening up my own coaching practice and thinking about how I approach healing body and food, that just kind of resonated. It all just came together for me as kind of a big aha moment. That is an important part of my healing process is actually just learning how to cook and embrace the food that I grew up with without putting any judgment on it, just saying it is food, just like any other food. So that's kind of how I've come into it. Hi, everyone. This is Marissa. And I think a huge takeaway and realization, you know, is just looking back into my years and my history of dieting and just how long it created a disconnect from not only my culture, family, friends, et cetera, but how just not too long ago, just having that self-realization of how much of a disconnect it brought unto me and my culture and cultural foods. And that was a really huge one for me. And even working as a registered dietitian in a population here in my home city, it's 86% who identify as Hispanic, Latino, you know, working with those patients where I was teaching them the carb counting or the exchange system with certain foods they quote unquote shouldn't eat or should eat and trying to explain to the concept of them that all of our common cultural foods, for example, be it tortillas or rice or beans you know, trying to give them that quote unquote, okay, it's okay to have them, but in moderation and trying to teach them that it's okay to keep them in their food and their diet. <laughs> and at the same time, I was not allowing that for myself because of diet culture and wellness culture. So flash forward into now, just seeing that disconnect that it brought for me and how it created some emptiness some cold type of, you know, place in my heart where I felt like something was missing and realizing that was just like, wait a minute, I need to get back down to connecting with my culture, with my roots, with my ancestors. How can I do that? And just by asking myself, you know, cooking more traditional, for example, Mexican dishes, talking with my grandmother about her traditions, visiting places in my hometown where my ancestors cultivated, hunted and gathered. So just really trying to tap back into my ancestral roots, choosing more foods that were more native to my hometown, you know, squash, corn, beans, etc, herbs. And just the start of that has really brought more warmth into me and just seeing how there's a huge gap out there for other, you know, Latinas out there that see their culture of foods as being quote unquote, unhealthy are bad for them. And so I want them to know just how important it is to keep those alive, to keep those traditions alive, those foods alive, and that it's what makes them who they are as a person, as an individual, and how it just creates so much connection. So I think that's one thing that's important to me about bringing that into my coaching is, oh, let's start with that. Where are you feeling disconnected? And how can we bring that back into your life with seeing as neutral food is 
yes, neutral, but it also means more than that traditions, you know, connecting to our roots. So I think that's one important thing is just bringing it back to the home base to your heart with connecting. Yeah, from the heart. This is what you may hear. And I believe I echo what everyone else has said already. For me, I noticed the issue coming from Nigeria as a student and learning nutrition in college and in university. And one of the things that I noticed was that a lot of the foods that I grew up eating at home or the things that people were cooking with were considered unhealthy. So things like coconut oil, palm oil, white rice, which a few of the ladies here have talked about as well, were considered unhealthy. It didn't sit well with me. But again, as someone who was still learning and trying to figure out who I was as a person in this society, I just thought, you know, it's one of those things I'll adjust. But what happened was when I had kids, I felt my resistance to wanting to introduce them to those cultural foods. And I sort of had that tug at my heart where it's like, I want to teach them how to eat the way we eat at home. But of course, with diet culture and thinking, but white rice is unhealthy, but cooking with palm oil is unhealthy. So I already even started healthifying our foods where I switched some of those foods that were cooked with palm oil with canola and it wasn't the same. And I think that's when I really discovered that this was a lot more than just something that I was doing. I found that this is something that was affecting my culture and my heritage and the way that I was bringing up my kids. And I also worked in public health nutrition. So I worked in a lot of immigrant communities and low income neighborhoods. And I saw the same thing where it was like, well, go for the whole grain and whole wheat and fresh foods versus canned and, you know, white bread. So when I worked with those public health dietitians, I could see how differently they approach food with people who were immigrants and low income. And I thought, you know what, perhaps this is an opportunity for us to recognize that there's no one size fits all when it comes to food. We really have to assess where people are and see what works for them and try to figure out how can we support them where they are rather than telling them that this is the right way to eat and that's the right way to eat. And that doesn't exist because we're all different and we come from all genetic makeups and cultural backgrounds. And it's important for us to help people preserve that. Hey, I love, love having this conversation and I'm honored to share this platform with brilliant women from all corners of the world sharing the same mission to build a future for the next generation of women where all bodies are good bodies. So if you want to hear the whole thing, you can subscribe to Undiet Your Coaching podcast on all podcast platform, or you can listen live on our website at www.stephaniedozier.com forward slash Undiet Your Coaching. I'll see you on the other side of the subscribe button.